Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, happy to be here with you tonight. Holden Kushner on Bet Center, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'll be hanging out with you for four hours, and we got a ton of guests today. Going to talk some NHL. We'll get to that. Of course, uh, I got some bets on the slam dunk contest tonight, the three-point contest tonight. I just did a live bet in college basketball, a lot of college basketball. I am a huge college basketball fan. I keep trying to tell people this. Like, the NFL is over. There's nothing to bet on. Are you kidding me? There's a ton to bet on still. Maybe you don't like other sports, but you might as well start checking some other ones out. So listen, there's two dead zones in the sports calendar for the most part. People that love the NBA and the NFL only say this is a dead zone. I disagree. We could still bet on the three-point shooting contest, the slam dunk contest, and the all-star game tomorrow, which, by the way, I'll give you a pair of bets that I like from that, okay? So there's tons to talk about. The Avalanche, I'm here in Colorado. They're they're the favorite to win the Stanley Cup final. We'll talk a little hockey tonight, not just the abs. I know the Vegas Golden Knights, all the Golden Knights fans in Vegas, excited about that team. Abs just went down there, beat them the other night. Okay, so we are going to talk some hockey, college basketball, NBA, and some NFL, and some futures with Mike Pritchard, who I just had on my show, the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. What is the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers? Well, It's a Visa podcast, and I focus solely on Denver and Colorado sports teams. So if you're ever thinking about betting on a Colorado or Denver sports team, you might as well check out my pod. Maybe your favorite team is playing one of the Denver teams, or maybe you just think I'm handsome or nice or you've got a good voice or something. By all means, check it out. Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. So let me tell you about my first bet that I literally just hit, what, maybe uh, 30 seconds before we went on the air. And that's going to be Colorado State and UNLV. Now, for those of you that check out VEASAN, there is one guy who is an absolute beast. I love the man. I don't know what he's doing tonight. He's probably not sleeping. He sleeps like three hours a night. Hey, we might as well call Greg Peterson at some point in time tonight. This guy's a super stud. Love him. Um, And if you are a a, a member of VEASAN, I think it's a guy, if you bet college basketball, you at least got to look at his daily lines. And I do that every day. He comes up with his own lines before the lines are even dropped. Uh, There are certain teams I do that with, and it's going to be Colorado, Colorado State. used to be Northern Colorado, but they stink, so I'm not even going to bother with it anymore. 
and then the University of Kansas, because I went to KU. And of course, there's a game on right now, and I'm going to miss the game, but that's fine. We're going to make some money. I'm going to show you what I could do, and we'll have a blast tonight. But the bet that I just hit, Colorado State trailing UNLV 35-24. to 24. So earlier this season, UNLV went into Greeley, Colorado, or Fort Collins, I should say, Fort Collins, where Colorado State is. They beat the hell out of them. So everybody's saying to themselves, hmm, what's going to happen here? And I know Peterson had this 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 line set, um, I think it was three and a half. I got on it two days ago, or yesterday, I should say, at minus three and a half. This thing went up to four and a half, okay? So right now, I'm a little bit of trouble. But the good news is, Colorado State is a very good second-half team. And the second thing that's good news is that they could still come back and win this thing. But for some reason, whatever reason it is, this subpar UNLV run and Rebels team continues to give Colorado State problems. CSU wins this game. They are going to be a top 25 team. You say, why are you talking about Colorado State off the top? Because I just bet it. I legit just live bet it. Colorado State plus six and a half minus 105. I wouldn't hit the five and a half. Get, get that extra point. I think I found that at Fox Bet. So a lot of different places. You know to shop around. You know what you're doing in all likelihood if you're checking out VEASAN right now. So that's the first live bet that I threw down. Uh, some other things in college basketball today. My goodness, what a wild, wild afternoon. But we do have a game that's about to begin in just moments, and that will be Santa Clara at Gonzaga. The Zags, the number one team in the nation once again. They're 22-2. and They're 11-0 in the West Coast Conference. And they got a Santa Clara team that's 18-9 and and 8-4, and and they're trying to find their way uh, to get into the NCAA tournament as well. But Gonzaga is just so much fun to watch. They truly are. At some point in time, they're going to win a national championship. It just has to happen. 89.9. They're averaging 90 points per game. So when you check out a Gonzaga game, you're checking out like an NBA-style offense. They can hit everything from everywhere. They have won 23 straight games in this series. Am I betting this? No, I, I'm not going to do that. It's just too many points. Uh, I love Gonzaga again, but if you're betting Gonzaga, you're always going to be eating, and it's minus 22, and the total is 163 and a half. But I'm really excited about this game just about to tip off right now. A couple other games. Uh, well, there's just one other game I see it's about to tip off. Dix Dixie State hosting Utah Valley. Listen, I dig in deep to college basketball, I will go as deep as the Big Sky Conference. And outside of that, Utah State, Dixie State, eh, I'm not going to mess with it tonight. I'll, I'll just say that. There are some, some earlier games this afternoon. My goodness, was this fun. So if you were checking out any of the games, uh, Kentucky hosting Alabama, and Kentucky had a couple of big-time injuries. Ty Ty Washington was out. Uh, Wheeler was out. And the number four team in the nation was actually trailing 54-48 uh, in this one. Ultimately, they got a huge game out of Keelan Grady, scored 25 points, hit seven three-pointers, and Kentucky goes on to win this thing 90-81, to but they didn't. Yeah, yeah, they did cover. It was a six-point spread. So Kentucky covers, and the over, I mean, this thing, what, blew through the over? There's at 171. And that mark was set at 154 and a half. So if you had Kentucky in the over in that game, you should be a very, very happy individual right now. So the little bit of the Texas Tech, Texas game, obviously a lot of bad blood 
between Texas Tech Red Raider fans and Chris Beard, their head coach that you know took them all the way uh, close to a national championship. He's now with Texas, and his Longhorns, the 20th team in the nation, got beat up pretty good. Uh, now it's 61-55, but Texas Tech just had this one. And uh, they're just the more physical team, the better team today. You had fans from Texas Tech in Austin just booing the hell out of them as much as they could. Uh, they're booing a lot, but it actually helped Texas Tech, okay? The final score, 61-55. Texas was minus three and a half. They did not cover that game. And the over-under was 129. Do I really want to try to do the math here? No, that, uh, what is that? 60 for 130. Oh, so it went over. I did do a little math one quick, but real quick. That would be 136. And the other game with ranked teams today, number 12, Illinois, goes into Michigan State and takes them out 79-74. The line here was Michigan State plus two and a half at home. Kofi and the boys went in there. Michigan State trailed by 16 in this game. And now they've lost four of five. So they're in a bad spot. They're probably, if they don't drop out of the top 25, they'll probably be number 25. And I really think that Colorado State game, if Colorado State comes back, wins that game, that might be another team that just leaps, leapfrogs Michigan State. But the interesting thing from this game, besides for Kofi's 27 points, Grandison added 24. The interesting thing, I think, from this game, Tom Izzo complaining about the refereeing, and that's fascinating because every coach complains and moans about refereeing in every single sport, but the one thing you have to remember, and listen, in tournament time, this can be frustrating. It could be a major tilt. These refs are not very consistent, especially even when you get into the NCAA tournament and they're putting the best refs on display, but there were some bad calls in that game today. And ultimately, uh, Michigan State falls once again. They're in a bad spot at 18 and 8. We'll see if Tom Izzo can turn this thing around. Uh, right now, not looking too great for him, though. Okay, so that's the games from earlier today. Again, we got a few games going on right now. I will keep an eye on that Colorado State game. Um, if you have any interest in backing that, you know where I stand on that game. Kansas, I'm a Kansas fan because I went to the University of Kansas. I have to be completely open and honest about that. I am a Kansas homer, uh, and that's a team I could talk about all day. They're going into Morgantown, and that has been a house of horrors for KU. Uh, West Virginia had won in this series six of the last nine. Think of all the great Kansas basketball teams, and West Virginia had won six of nine in Morgantown. They're at the half right now. Jayhawks leading the Mountaineers 30 327. It's a game that, again, I'm going to keep an eye on. I kind of feel like West Virginia has a shot to cover here. So we'll look a lot deeper into these lines as the night moves on. And one other thing, college basketball wise, before we uh, take this quick break, the NCAA selection committee came out with the top seeds by region. And I think it's fascinating. It really is. Uh, Gonzaga, obviously, number one. But the number two team, who I have yet to talk about, just took it on the chin today. They've now lost two of three in the row. That'd be Auburn. So when we come back, let's talk a little Auburn basketball. I think that's important because two of three now, they've dropped on the road. The one today was in regulation. The number three overall seed, as it stands right now, is Arizona. 
and Arizona is going to be in action. And I have a bet on that Arizona game as well. Pac-12 basketball, if you're up right now, you probably follow the West Coast games, right? Um, boy, uh, th there's some good ones. We've got Washington, UCLA, and then Oregon, Arizona. As Arizona minus 13 at home against an Oregon team that just has not been playing good basketball. 152 and a half is the total in that game. So we can talk a little bit about Oregon, Arizona. That one starts up in about 50, 5 50 minutes from right now. Washington, UCLA, another game that we'll be keeping an eye on here on Bet Center. Again, my name is Holden Kushner. This is Bet Center on VEASAN. College basketball, more of that talk next on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com backslash podcast and get beating the book. With Gil Alexander. Boy, do I like Gil. Had, had him on the Denver CityCast. Big fan of Gil. You can check out Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Big fan of Josh Applebaum. I mean, what do you do? You expected me to come on and rip these guys? I actually love them. I love having Gil, and I love having uh, Applebaum on the show, too. we got other great shows like Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and a lot more. They're all free. They're available now at vcin.com backslash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So 
Welcome back in to VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. My name is Holden Kushner. I just, I, I literally just had to read that off of the piece of paper. Before we get into anything, let me just tell you, give you a little background on myself, okay? So I was just talking to our boy Ortega, the producer. He's back in Vegas. He's got a whole bunch of like slot machines behind him and cool stuff there. We're talking and he's waving. He can't, there's no way you're on the air, Ortega. Stop it. So, anyways, <laughs> today's been a day. Had a, I got a seven-year-old girl, a four-year-old boy. You're like, I tuned in for betting advice. I'm here about this guy's life story. Yeah, I'm giving you my life story here. So I'm at, I'm at a seven-year-old birthday party today, okay? Do you know how tough it is to check live scores and how your bets are doing when you got a seven-year-old? And then my four-year-old broke my heart today. It was very, very bad because I take him to baseball games, to Rockies games. I take him to Avalanche games. And he said, Daddy, I said, what? He goes, I don't like hockey or baseball anymore. And... I don't understand why I feel like I might have to take him to a, a child psychologist. It just doesn't make sense. Maybe he was just having a bad day, but boy, was that heartbreaking. I don't know if any of you have kids that are watching right now or listening right now, but when your kid, when your boy tells you he's not into two of your favorite sports, it's a rough one. So I'm taking all my frustrations out tonight and I'm putting them right here on Visa. Okay. Here's a couple of things going on. Uh, Kansas. I told you Kansas. I'm a Kansas grad. I love Kansas. Uh, covered them. It was great. Great times in my life. Uh, Kansas right now, they just took the line down. They're up 36-30 over West Virginia. They're about a minute into the, a little more than a minute into the second half. Here they go. They just posted it. So I saw this line at 10 and a half at halftime. Now it's 36-30. West Virginia getting seven and a half points, minus 115 at DK, plus 390 on the money line. I'm not going to hit West Virginia. I'll just say this. I've seen these two teams play a ton in this series, and it does not look uh, it, it does not look any different than it normally does. West Virginia just gives Kansas one hell of a time. Really, really tough time. So backed off of that one coming into tonight. I also, I mean, you want to talk about um, coming in here with guns a-blazing. I told you right before we came on, I hit a bet, a live bet, and that was Colorado State at UNLV. Now, I'm not even thinking about this. All the guys at VEASAN, they're sitting there in Vegas going, this was a stupid bet. Well, now I'm telling myself it's a stupid bet. I like Colorado State. I know Peterson was on. Wes Reynolds, I think, was on. We're all on Colorado State. And I focus on Colorado State because, to me, it's the only, the only college team in my area that's going to go to the tournament. Colorado has a game coming up later tonight. Maybe they make a run in the Pac-12 tournament. But it's probably going to be the Rams. And I really feel you need to know the name David Roddy. If you are going to be betting March Madness and Colorado State ever comes up, you need to know the name David Roddy. This kid's going to be a stud. He's going to be an NBA uh, player someday. Anyways, uh, 51-30, UNLV over Colorado State. What did I do? I back Colorado State at plus six and a half. So, uh, oof. 12-28 to play. I honest to God don't know what happened here. They just It's the second game in a row that they've just laid an egg. They've played such good basketball against really good competition. And then you got UNLV, they're 15-11. But to go down there, already losing by double digits at home to them, doesn't make sense to me. I'll just, I'll play, a, I'll, I'll give you a lazy narrative. Oh, it must be the matchup. Okay, it must be the matchup. Right now, going on, I'm watching the three-point shooting contest. Yes, I am. It is already underway. Des Bain just went out there. 
if you guys watch Boba Fett, you know, Cad Bane, this is Des Bane. He's a different person. So anyways, I got three bets tonight in the three-point shooting contest. I'll just let you know about that. We'll get into the rest of the NBA stuff, but uh, I will be betting, or I did bet the slam dunk contest. We'll preview that after the three-point contest. Des Bane was not one of the three guys I bet. I got Fred Van Vliet at plus 550. He's hitting 40% of his threes on 10 attempts per game. He's a stud, man. He's a true stud. I remember watching him at Wichita State, him and Ron Baker, team that got to the Final Four. Van Vliet, uh, plus 550 was the first one. Luke Kennard at plus 500. I think this is down to plus 400. I don't mind it if you want to go. He's just been great with the Clippers. Uh, There's no question. 43% shooter on six a game. And then the Duke fans are going to cheer for him, right? So that'll be great. And then the other guy is going right now. It was a heavy price. I want to say it was plus 800. CJ McCollum just comes out. This was a narrative play, and I'm not throwing down a full unit on three-point shooting contests. McCollum came out. He's like, I'm winning this thing, man. I said, all right, CJ McCollum. You say you're winning this thing. Good luck proving it. Uh, You know what? So I'll throw a quarter of a unit down on CJ McCollum at plus uh, 800. Since he's gone to the Pelicans, he's just been draining threes. He's red hot right now. And, of course, uh, I wouldn't say it's a slow start to his three-point shooting contest. He's got, what, eight points through the first two plays? He's all right. He's in there. What am I, a three-point shooting uh, analyst here? Come on. I guess I am because I'm I'm telling you what I bet. So I bet three of the eight. And I think that really kind of goes into a betting theory conversation. It reminds me a lot of the NFL. Because in the NFL, when you're betting first touchdown scores, you don't just bet one player in a game to score a first touchdown. Not at those, not when you're getting four to one, five to one, seven to one, 12 to one, 20 to one. You're not just going to bet one guy. You know, for me, my process is you got a full game. I'm taking four guys. I'm taking a favorite. I'm taking a mid-tier guy, and I'm taking a shot on two long shots. And over the course of the year, it paid off this year. And I think that's what I'm, well, that is what I did in CJ McCollum. Way to go. Way to talk trash, CJ, and just get, flush him. Get out of here, CJ McCollum. Get out. My $25, just flush it down the toilet. And, and I'll be upfront with you. I'm not a $10,000 unit player. I'm not that. I'm $100 better. That's my unit. So a quarter unit's $25. $100 better. That's how I do it. Uh, so McCollum, just throw my $25 out of the way. Good job, CJ. Uh, a preview of the slam dunk contest will be coming up in a little bit, too. Four guys there, four. Uh, Jalen Green from the Rockets. Cole Anthony, stud uh, out of Oklahoma State, now at Orlando. Obi Toppin back in there with the Knicks and Juan Toscano-Anderson with the Warriors. I mean, really? Juan Toscano, what are we doing here? Slam dunk contest. It has gotten to the point, though, right, where none of the big names are doing anything. They're just not taking part of it. And... Uh, for the younger viewers out there, you know, go to YouTube and go try and find like the 88, 89, 90, 91 slam dunk contest, because that's when the stars actually came out. 87, 80, Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan. The slam dunk contest used to be a big thing. Now everybody complains about it. And they still kind of watch it, don't they? All right, before we go, and Mike Pritchard, who is a former Denver Bronco, he was on the Denver CityCast recently. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about some NFL futures. Before we do that, I did tell you about college basketball. I want to get this note in here before we go to break. 
Um, Gonzaga is the number one overall seed. So kind of like in college basketball or college football where they come out with the, you know, the standings, the NCAA tournament selection committee revealed its top 16 teams. And Gonzaga, obviously number one. What's going on with Auburn, though? Tell me what's going on here, Auburn, because they have now lost two of three on the road. And today they went to Florida, had a chance to win that thing at the buzzer. They turned the ball over and the Gators got the win 63-62. I'm starting to wonder if Auburn peaked a little bit earlier this season. Is it possible that Auburn already peaked? Arizona, number three, we'll preview their game that's coming up at the top of next hour. And then Kansas, my Jayhawks are number four. And I suppose that's just, they have the tough schedule. You know, this is not a great Kansas team. It's a team that can make the final four though. Uh, then you got Duke, Purdue, Baylor, Kentucky. Kentucky would be what, the eight seed then? Kentucky, you got to move Kentucky up. It's a good basketball team as we saw this afternoon. Villanova, Tennessee, Texas Tech, Illinois, watch out for Kofi. And then they rounded out with Wisconsin, Providence, UCLA in action later tonight, and then Texas, who will no longer be in the top 16 seeds here because of their loss today to Texas Tech. All right, Zach Levine, he's shooting some threes. I hope he bricks a whole bunch of them because I don't have any money on Zach Levine. My name is Holden Kushner. Thanks for hanging out with me here. The Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. That's my podcast. Talk about betting Colorado and Denver sports teams. When we return, Mike Pritchard is with Beeson. Former NFLer, I know him with the Broncos. He just came on my podcast. Looking forward to catching up with him, talking some NFL futures next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, before you make your bets, make sure to visit vsin.com to visit the current betting splits data. The new feature is going to give you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. It's very, very useful. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Holden Kushner back with you here on Bet Center on this Saturday night. Make sure you check out the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers, uh, betting all Denver and Colorado sports team. If your favorite team's playing a Denver or Colorado team, check it out. If you like me, check it out. If you're from Denver or Colorado, check it out. And if you're from Denver or Colorado, you probably remember Mike Pritchard, A, who was just on my podcast, and B, uh, for me, known as a former Bronco, but let's face it, a Vegas guy. Hanging out tonight. What is on the TV, Mr. Pritchard? Great to see, great to talk with you again, by the way. I know you got a show coming up tomorrow, but spend a few minutes with me tonight. Uh, what are you doing tonight besides for this? Well, well, great to be with you, actually. Um, hold it. I, I, you know what? I'm taking in a lot of sports right now. I'm consuming curling, uh, the NBA All-Star Saturday night, college hoops, 
Um, I, I mean, it, it runs the gamut here with me uh, tonight. So I just take it in everything sports related right now uh, and getting ready for the Super Bowl and NASCAR uh, tomorrow, too. When you think about the Daytona 500. Ooh, Daytona 5. You're into the NASCAR? You got a little pick here for well, us? So we have Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So we got that race coming up in a few weeks. And I'm going to go to that one because I love how fast these cars are up close and personal. Uh, and so I'm going to get some information from Daytona and maybe look at placing a wager or two uh, on the race out here in Vegas in a few weeks. Ooh, okay. I've been yeah. to I've been to a NASCAR race. It was out in Kansas. It was the Kansas Motor Speedway, probably 20 years ago. It was quite a show. It was interesting, and I understand people why people love it so much. You wait for the crash. There's a lot of noise and a lot of drinking. So hey, whatever. It <laughs> it seems to me to be the exact opposite of curling, though. Like you're getting well, exactly. your curling in just to get ready for the NASCAR. Because I got to <laughs> tell you, Mike, outside once U.S. Team USA hockey was bounced, I haven't watched any Olympics. So talk to me here about the Olympics. You're getting into the curling. Anything else going on? Keep me updated because I've been focused on college basketball and some other things lately. Well, there's a gripping, I guess you call it a match. Is it a match or a game? I don't know which one it is, but it's Great Britain, who I just found out they won the gold medal four years ago, obviously, and then Japan. <laughs> and so it's gripping. But, you know, right now I'm watching Patty Mills try to light it up for three, two. So it's, it's one of those situations on a Saturday night, Holden, where I'm, I'm flipping back, back and forth uh, on multiple devices here. I, I got three bets in on the three-point shooting contest, and I'm really hoping it's either Van Vliet or Kennard at this point because C.J. McCollum okay. just laid an egg. So a little yeah, disappointing yeah. for me there, but let's talk some football. I know you got a big show coming up with Femi tomorrow. You'll probably talk some NFL there too. My question first for you, though, is do you bet Super Bowl futures right after the season ends? Because I'll just tell you, from my standpoint, I just don't. <laughs> it's it's just too much of a crapshoot. So talk to me here. We haven't had free agency, no trade, no nothing this offseason. Do you bet Super Bowl futures? Well, we're about to have free agency uh, in a hurry, though. I, I mean, if you think about the last first week of March is a combine and then the new league year starts up and then there's free agency, right? So a lot of rumors are being shopped around and those rumors are based off of the illegal tampering period uh, that's happening right now. Uh, so I, I normally don't place a futures bet, but I, I think the year round discussion in the national football league has me approaching it as building a position. In other words, taking advantage of some numbers that I, I think could be different uh, after free agency. And as we get closer and closer to the season. Uh, so yeah, I, I wouldn't mind taking, you know, a small percentage of a bank roll, like 1% even, and, and just start building a position on, on some futures on, with some teams. One that's going to have the all in mentality, because we know that that works as copycat league as well. Uh, and then two, which teams would significantly improve with key free agents. And I'm talking about quarterbacks, you know, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers and, and people like that. And, and so looking at the free agency list, the top 50 free agents and perhaps where they could go, where they could land is also something on my radar. But I, yeah, I kind of want to be out in front of the futures uh, situation that way. Have you, have you laid anything down now? Do you have any no, bets? Or not yet. Me not yet. Right. So I, that's um, what I'm saying. So let me be more yeah. clear about it then. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's not, 
not yet because I, I do want to, because I like right now, I know from the league as a player that it's illegal tampering. Like, you know, you got people on golf trips together right now and you got, you got all this stuff with agents. And, and so, but it, it's going to come fast. It, it's going to be here before you know it, when you have the combine after the all-star game and then the NBA all-star game and, and then, okay, lo and behold, you got free agency. So we know just based off of last year with the trades, uh, and, and free agency, what that did for the Rams situation. So uh, if you got out in front of that, uh, if you got out in front of some other teams, you were able to build some positions there that, that okay, didn't monopolize your bankroll. But then as we got through the season, you were feeling pretty good about those future tickets. Yeah, no question. So I, is Aaron Rodgers the biggest story in your mind right now in the NFL? Besides for all the coaching things and Brian Flores getting a job, which was spectacular, go Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. But just from a betting standpoint, is Aaron Rodgers like the biggest wild card at this point, or is there another factor out there? Um, I this this Tom Brady thing is a factor. I mean, yeah, there was a sizable bet that came in uh, when we did our show betting across America last week. Uh, a sizable bet when futures dropped on the 49ers. Uh, and we're okay. Obviously the limits are different, but you had a sizable bet. I want to say, I can't remember the amount. I want to say like 20,000 or 40,000, something like that. And it was a, on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. And so you have all this, again, illegal tampering and all this talk that Brady could end his career in San Francisco where it all started basically. Uh, so that gets intriguing, but I, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and and the fact that he can get out of Green Bay, uh, and what Green Bay is going to try to do to keep him, uh, that probably is the uh, major storyline once again heading into the offseason, though. Yeah, and I'm also seeing. Uh, I look at the Visa bet sheets. There's three different analysts that have the Chargers at 25 to one. Uh, I get it because of Herbert and Brandon Staley, but. To me, just, there's still something wrong with this organization. Like, all right, you go from Anthony Lynn, you have a lot of in-game decisions that don't work out. I know that Staley's sticking with his process, and I actually agree with his process, but I don't know about the Chargers right now. Talk me, talk to me about this. Any thoughts on the Chargers as the season just ended, but is this a team ascending? It's not an easy division. Well, no, it's not an easy division. Um, I, I think they are ascending, but I never bought into the Chargers that way last year. I mean, uh, when you have a first-time head coach and then, okay, new offense coordinator with a quarterback, it that's rare. A young quarterback, too, not Tom Brady, right? I mean, that's rare for that to be successful to, to the point of the playoffs. But, you know, they got some noise. They won some games, but then they lost some games along the way that, okay, obviously they indicated that they weren't ready or they're not ready but it's the charges, right? And they always have a ton of talent with that organization. And, and that's still the case. Now they got a big free agent, Mike Williams, uh, their offensive line. I think they drafted well and, and they they're constructed the right way, but it, it, it hinges on Staley. Can he evolve or is he going to be set in his ways and, and put his team in difficult situations? Once again, I mean, it's one thing to beat your opponent, but it's another thing when your coach, is helping your opponent beat you. And we saw that from Staley a lot of times this year. Yeah. And, and again, I'm into the numbers. I'm into going for it on fourth down. I just think that there's got to be some situational awareness. And hopefully that's something mm -hmm. that he believes too, because I think that's going to help him down the line. Mike Pritchard, right. when can we catch you next on VEASAN? Tomorrow, right? You and Femi? 
Yes, tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. So that would be, what, uh, 12 to 3 Eastern, um, but 9 a.m. to 12 Pacific, uh, Betting Across America with Simi Abebefe. Hey, thanks for spending a little time with me here on a Saturday night. Appreciate it, Mike. Absolutely. My pleasure. Have a great night. You got it. Mike Fritchard with Visa. Make sure you check him out tomorrow uh, on the mothership as well. Okay. So we're going to switch things up just a little bit. Well, a lot, actually. We're going to come back, and I want to talk about uh, a little bit more college basketball. There are some games that are ready to tip off in 20 minutes, a couple of games that I'm invested in. I want to continue to complain about Colorado State and how they're killing me. And then the three-point contest is going on. I just saw Trey Young advance to the finals for any of you that have money you're invested or just interested in the three-point shooting contest i'll give you a little bit of that as well and then at the top of next hour we talk some nhl i know there's a lot of hockey betters out there there's no baseball coming up anytime soon uh, you might as well find another sport to get to get into and research some so we'll do that as well this is bet center on vsin the sports betting network CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. Oh, I can't wait to. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. The deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcin.com backslash madness to sign up today. All right, welcome back to Bet Center. Holden Kushner from the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. I talk about Denver and Colorado sports, and the podcast comes out uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So you get a chance to check that out. Appreciate it. You don't only have to be in Denver or in Colorado, just sports conversation, too. So I have a good time with that. Uh, wrapping up our number one here, just, again, 
Oh, it's the NFL season's over. Oh, it's the NBA All-Star break. There's nothing. There's a ton of stuff going on. I got the three-point shooting contest on my television right now. Uh, we got college basketball up the yin-yang. We got a ton of college basketball tonight. Uh, I can complain about baseball later on. That'll be a lot of fun. Top of the hour, Mark Springer, who is a NHL analyst. We'll talk to him a little bit about the hockey going on. I did watch the abs against Buffalo today, and they look kind of good. But let's catch you up on some things that are happening. My bet, just for the show, I brought it up. Listen, got to be transparent. Can't hide behind losses. You're not going to win every bet. I really thought Colorado State uh, was going to be a top 25 team at the end of this week. They're not going to be. Uh, I don't care that they played two games in 48 hours or five games in a short span. UNLV kicked their butts in Fort Collins earlier this season, and I thought Colorado State, who A, just has a better team, and B, would be upset. Uh, there's some emotional things going on with UNLV tonight, though. They're up by 19 with 328, so basically it would take an absolute miracle uh, to be able to see that come to fruition with Colorado State plus six and a half. Uh, right now in Morgantown, West Virginia, 52-44 KU over West Virginia. And right now with that eight-point lead, Kansas minus eight and a half. David McCormick, I saw, was in a little bit of trouble just a minute ago with foul trouble. So one of their big men not playing. Mitch Lightfoot's not playing very well. Total here is 136 and a half. Boy, do I really want to pull the trigger on West Virginia right now live. It's always tough betting against your boys, right? But Kansas with a little issue with David McCormick. That scares me just a little bit. If I'm back in Kansas right now, so it was 10 and a half, right? It was 10 and a half. Now it's seven and a half, 52, 46, West Virginia getting on the board, West Virginia plus 500 on the money line. Uh, those are the games. And then in Gonzaga, listen, minus 22 to come out and just completely spank Santa Clara, who's probably the second best team in the West Coast Conference, 40 to 27 right now. Minus 23 and a half for Gonzaga, and they're up by just 13. Why are you getting in on this with a worse number than the open? It just doesn't make any sense. Total is 158 and a half. You can see that happen, and they're just before halftime, just a minute left before halftime. Let's say they get into the low. Let's just say it's 72. One, that's a lot of points in the second half that you're asking for. I would actually lean toward the under there. So two leans, bets that I'm not going to place. Uh, but I have thoughts on here would be Kansas backing West Virginia. You could get them back to eight and a half. And then the other side would probably, boy, you don't want to bet it under on Gonzaga though, do you? Yeah, just stay away from that. Watch the three-point shooting contest right now. Luke Kennard, uh, one of the guys I'm rooting for. Carl Anthony Towns already had a nice round. He's in the finals. Trey Young also having a decent round. He's in the finals. And now Luke Kennard, uh, needs, what does he need, 11 points in this final rack. So he basically, he's out, isn't he? Kennard, who was the favorite to win this thing, is going to end up losing. And the dog, the ultimate dog, right? Is Carl Anthony Towns going to get in there? Carl Anthony Towns was 18 to 1, plus 1,800. And did he just wrap things up? What an upset. The big man, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Look at that. So I lost my three. <laughs> I'm on fire tonight, right? Colorado State and my uh, my three-point shooting uh, bets. Side Van Vliet, Kennard, and uh, there was one. Oh, oh, McCollum. That was just a horrible bet. 
Carl Anthony Towns at plus 1800, 18 to 1, takes down the three point shooting contest. Trey Young is second. He tied with Luke Kennard. So good for him. Wow. I was like, you know, if you're going to lose money, you might as well lose money in a pretty good story. A seven footer just draining threes. And that's where we are in the NBA these days. It's just a completely different setup. There is nothing. The NBA of today is nothing like it was, I would even say, what, a decade ago? Just because the advent of the numbers, the analytics, shoot the three, get to the bucket, it's just so much different. And now you've got seven-foot-three guys handling the ball up the up the court, winning the three-point shooting contest. Could you have imagined that, like, 10 years ago, a seven-footer just draining threes? Let's just call him seven feet. A seven-footer winning the three-point shooting contest? I would say that this is the most remarkable three-point shooting contest upset I've ever seen. Absolutely amazing. I'm actually happy for Carl Anthony Towns. That was really good. And then the slam dunk contest is coming up next. So only a few minutes here. I got a lot to say before we get to the slam dunk contest, more college hoops coming up in a few minutes, and then our hockey guest, Mark Springer, at the top of the hour. So here's what we got coming up. We got Oregon and Arizona. I'm going to go look at the live line on this one, but Oregon and Arizona ducks firmly on the bubble. They really, really need this, this game tonight. There is no doubt about it. The ducks, they don't win this game, which is going to be very tough to do. I just don't see them getting into the NCAA tournament. They would need a massive, massive run. And right now, Arizona 23 and two 13 and one of the pack 12 going to be a number one seed. If they continue to play like this. They've won seven straight games. They were a slow start Thursday, but they did beat Oregon State very badly, 83-69. That was pretty good. Oregon 17-9, 10-5 in the Pac-12. They got blown out by Arizona State. So like I said, now Arizona or by uh, uh, Oregon, Oregon's got to win this one or stick a fork in them. That's to me is how important this game is for them. Uh, also, San Diego State, Fresno State, if you don't want to watch the Mountain West, you're missing out. It's a really big, it's a good year for them. Um, any team can beat any other team. These teams, a lot of fast pace action. It's fun. Uh, San Diego State is the, one of the first four out, according to Joe Lenardi. They're 16 and six and eight and three in the Mountain West. They've won four straight. They're playing back-to-back -back road games. And um, it's a big game. Like I said, it's still possible Mountain West gets four bids, but the rest of the conference has been really good. There are some good wins. Uh, Wyoming, who came off a, a nice win, was it earlier today? Uh, Wyoming with a big win. They're not the only team that's good. Colorado State, good. Boise State, good. So there are some very, very good teams in a conference that not a lot of people pay attention to. And I think that's where you're getting the edge in college basketball. That, at least that's where I get the edge in college basketball. Um, the, the smaller conferences. And Mountain West is not a small conference, but the big sky. You know, conferences like that where nobody really um, – but I think the team totals. I think the books have a tough time setting the team totals. That's something I've had success in. There's a few different uh, ways to attack it there. So Arizona, Oregon, uh, minus 13 for the Wildcats, 152.5 is the total. San Diego State at Fresno State. Fresno State plus two at home, so you're getting two points. 117.5 uh, is the total. And then Washington visiting 13th-ranked UCLA – it's the Bruins minus 17, 140 and a half is the total in that game. UCLA 18 and 5, 10 and 4 in the Pac-12. Huskies, you know what? It, it's interesting. They're 13, 11, 8 and 6. They have played pretty well against some of the top 
uh, competition, but they just can't score. They've got a lot of issues. They're 321st nationally in field goal percentage. They shoot just 40% from the field. Uh, and then you've got UCLA holding opponents to 41% from the field. Washington does force turnovers, but you know this to me has the has the scent, the odor of an under 140 and a half. So that's the college basketball side of things. Slam dunk contest will be coming up in just a few minutes. Just real quick, Jalen Green, um, high flyer, Cole Anthony uh, with the Orlando Magic. Dude was throwing the ball off the side of the backboard and rolling 360 dunks in, in, last year. It was really cool to watch. Obi Toppin, who has the experience, he goes back there into the slam dunk contest. And, hey, if Carl Anthony Towns can win the three-point shooting contest, why can't Juan Toscana Anderson end up winning the uh, the slam dunk contest. Ah, you tell me. Top of the hour, we'll switch it up. National Hockey League. Mark Springer's gonna join me. We'll hang out with him, uh, see what's going on, check out the live board there, and talk about some futures as well. Again, my name's Holden Kushner, host of the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. It is a VEASAN podcast, and this is Bet Center on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Check. Check. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.